This is episode nine of the TAP with Terrence Terrell. You guys ready? Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, everybody, to the Think Alpha Project. As you guys know, this is a podcast, a conversation for success for the minority today in health, relationships, career, wealth. And I am your host, Valentine Ewudo. So in this week's episode, Terrence Terrell and I discussed the power of self-love through the lens of a black boy growing up. Terrence Terrell is an actor, model, author, and as an adult, he moved out of Mississippi to Los Angeles to pursue a dream of acting and writing. Terrence has also penned his first children's book in which he holds dear to his heart. Based on his childhood, Blackie, which is the name of the first book, is an uplifting story about a young boy's journey to self-confidence. This book encouraged readers to embrace the things that make them different. And he actually, as of now, has a new book titled The She's which makes him the author of two children's books specifically directed towards self-love and the empowerment of black boys and girls. Find out more about his books at thinkalpha.net forward slash crown. That's C-R-O-W-N. All right. Aside, though, from his releasing of his upcoming new children's book, Terrence is also very busy on the grind, you know, landing opportunities with film and television including a recurring role on Criminal Minds Season 12, which is on CBS, opposite Aisha Tyler. So guys, we're not going to waste any more time. Without further ado, I bring to you guys, Terrence Terrell. All right, cool, man. We've got the one and only Terrence What's up, guys? Terrell in the building. <laughs> What's up, man? Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a big honor to be. Vic. I mean, this is your palace right here. This is this is the what it, the hub. I call it the hub. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your, the create the, the box. Yeah, it's interesting too. Like we were just talking about earlier, how uh, you have I see the sage. Sage. I see. I see. It's like you place things in specific spots in your in your place. Yeah, even like, down to the bedroom, everything. What 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 is it with that? Like it seems like you you have this by design, obviously. I th- I just imagine being comfortable. At the same time, I try to remind myself of certain things. Like this picture behind us remind me of the three crosses, but in a whole different type of situation. Um, and sage is always good to have around to clear the energy. Uh, the daggers were a gift from my mom, so it's like you have a warrior in here. Like it reminds me of who I am. My place reminds me of who I am every day. Right. When I walk through here, you got the pictures of Los right. Angeles, and you have New York as well on the side. So it reminds me of what I, who I am. Right, 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 right. No, it's, yeah, it's it's really really cool. So okay, so let's talk about the things that you have going on. You got a lot going on, man. <laughs> and what's cool, I, you know, I got to run into you uh, almost a few days ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Completely by chance, or there's no such thing as chance, really. Such, it's the universe. So, yeah. Exactly. So. Ran into you, we got to have a conversation, and I got to really understand everything you got going on. So, you're an author. Yes. Okay, we're going to talk about that. You're an actor. Yes. But you're not just like, you know, 
here's just starting things off. You've you've got some work that you've done. Yes. <laughs> you know, work like, hard. Yeah. You can't just say you know. It's like a lot of people in LA. They talk. I about, think when you you have to say I'm a working actor. Yeah. It's a, there's different. You can be an actor or a working actor or. Um, I like to say artists. My godmother, um, Don, she told me it's great to be an actor. It's great to get money. But when you actually tie into being an artist and actually knowing that it helps you breathe, that's a whole different type of world. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm blessed to say I can tap into that now. Right, right, right. Man, that's so crazy. And then you just launched the clothing line. Yes. Come on, man. I just launched a clothing line for the, um, for the book, Blackie, because... I had this vision, of course, had to do it because I'm a Virgo. But little <laughs> little kid's been wearing hats because he has a hat on. It was like, oh, um, um, let's put on our crowns in one of the videos. And I was like, oh, that'd be dope. Let me do the go ahead and do the do the hat and t-shirts and stuff. And I've wanted to, I've always wanted designs since I was a little kid, right? Like clothes and stuff. Uh, but I, but my whole thing is it needs to make sense. And I just don't want to be out here throwing things around, mm -hmm. like trying to see what sticks. Anything I do, I try to make sure. If I wouldn't wear it, I ain't those selling. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's or if so cool. I don't, if even with the book, you see that it's hardcover. And I could have saved a couple thousand dollars if it was paperback. But I remember being a kid, not respecting paperbacks. Hard hardback books, I used to put in my backpack yeah. and it helped shape my backpack. But soft covers, I'd be like, ah, or you spit them, you make, uh, what is it, the spitballs? And oh, spit, yeah, 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 so spit it's yeah. like, I yeah, want yeah. kids to actually know, like, appreciate the value of the book. So, yeah. And when people see it, they're like, oh, my God, it's a real book. I'm like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> it's actually a real yeah, book. It's not paperback. It's a really nice quality book. Yeah, especially like in these days where, I, honestly, for me, this is, you know, we're going to get to this in a second. But this is one of the probably like the few books, physical books that I have in my house. Because, uh, dude, I'm one of those guys that's like phone. Yeah. I have I have, and I read all the time, but yeah. they're all in my phone. though. And it's not available. I made, uh, I made sure it's not available on ebooks or anything yet. I'm going to wow. wait almost two years before it gets available because I want to bring it back to having a book. Right. You know what I mean? And kids can look and get them out their phones and actually let them see a book. Yeah. That's... My nieces, they don't even, they never really respected me. They're like five and six. <laughs> um, but now my niece, she was like, Uncle, it's your book. You got a book. It's like She's like, I'm king now. She's yeah. like, you got a book. Yeah. So, yeah. It is something about physical, like something you can hold tangible yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes a difference. I'm proud of it. Yeah, absolutely. So let okay. So we're gonna go into uh, we're gonna go into Blackie. Okay. So all right, I I went on Instagram and then I, <laughs> I stumbled upon your page, right? And I'm like, okay, this dude, this dude seems cool. Um, and I saw you know I saw all the photos of what you're doing, but then I saw this book and I was like, I don't know if he wrote it or so I asked you. That's why I said, did you author this book? Yeah, that's what I'm like. What do you mean? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But, but like, yeah, I, I, I just want to be yeah. sure. I just want to be sure. That's all, man. But but just reading it, man. First and and also too, like the the nice note. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank welcome. you. You thank welcome. you. Yeah. So I read the book, and I couldn't help but feel like there were a few feelings that I got from it. Mm -hmm. All right. The first feeling is I got a feeling of man, this 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 book understands me. Like this book understands what I went through growing up. I grew up here in South Central. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So it's you know, it, and also I'm Nigerian though, so it's a little bit of a different take. But I got made fun of. I got called African booty scratcher, dude. See, you know, what I'm people talking think about. it's. I got called that too, and I was from Mississippi. I'm like, I don't even know what that means, but okay, cool. <laughs> exactly. So seeing seeing that, it's like okay, I'm understood. And then the second thing is 
I've never seen a, a book like this or a story turn it around like that mm. and read because what you did was you reframed that experience. You reframe what it means to look the way we look. We look yeah. Cause now we popping. Oh, we popping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Six five. You walk into they like who the. But exactly. you know when I was a kid and they were like, oh, you should have named the book Chocolate. I'm like nobody was calling me yeah. Chocolate when I was five. They mm -hmm. call me Chocolate now. But I'm like, no, they call me Black and they call me all kind of different things. Yeah. So I was like, I was nervous um, titling the book that as well. Cause I'm like, oh my god. And I was like. Um, I went to a barber shop and the dude was making fun of somebody and I started laughing. You know how they drone on each other. And the dude said, shut up, Blackie. And this was like a couple of months before the book came out. And I said, and that was the title of the book when I first started writing. And I was like, I'm going to name it. It needs to be named Blackie because I still get called that. At the end of the day, yeah. I want to take power from that. So, I, But I was scared. Cause I'm like, who don't buy a book named Blackie? Blackie? <laughs> but when you actually find yeah. out it, it has a meaning at the end, you're just like, okay, cool. So it was, it's, I still don't know how I wrote it. It's like, God gave me those words. Because now when I'm reading for these kids, it's like every time I turn the page, I'm like, those are my words. Like, right. I remember doing it, but it's just, it comes together. It freaks you out every time. Right, right. Okay, so talk about, um, talk a little bit more about your experience as a kid growing up in Mississippi. And, mm -hmm. and also, because he, in this book, you know, Skyler had Skyler's the name of the guy, the name mm -hmm. of the boy, and then he had his siblings, Simone and Sydney, right? Sydney, yes, Simone and Sydney, and he talks about how because I know his siblings, his sisters, they're the roughest, rough. You know, kids are the meanest. Yeah. So, what about you? Like, I know my experience, and it's very similar to this. Mm -hmm. Maybe not from my siblings, but from a lot of other people in general in school and stuff. But what about yours? And how how would you say it relates to you know what you feel is going on today? Uh, well, growing up, we moved from Mississippi when I was five to San Diego, and I was like, I thought, I'm like, what, what the hell is wrong with you, mom? Like, why are we leaving? Because my grandma was my heart, and she kept saying, like, I want you guys to experience the world. Like, I want you guys to know that there's more to Mississippi, and I'm like, what does that mean? So, you know, she moved us there when I was five, so I grew up from five to 15, so I was already the dark, awkward one in Mississippi, mm -hmm. and my grandma was the only one who, like, I felt loved me. But she looked like a white woman to me. Like my grandmother's very, she was very fair skinned. She was Indian and like Caucasian, like blown. Like you would think yeah. she was a white woman. Right. And um, it got to a point where I was like, oh, you're beautiful as a kid. And my grandmother, I guess she saw that a long, long time ago. So she used to always tell me how I was a little king, a little king. Mm -hmm. So when I left her, it was like, what the, you know, like who's going to love me now yeah, type of situation. Man. So grew, um, moved here and then we had so many different cultures and everything around us now you don't just have black and white you got hispanics you have you have all type asians and that was weird for me to go to school and see that and now i'm the darkest in a big pot of different people so now i got like a whole bunch of people making <laughs> right. fun of me so it was just awkward and then i um, became um the class clown because i'm like okay cool i saw one of the little dudes be funny i'm like oh everybody likes him because he's funny so maybe if i be bad you know, everybody loved me. The teacher's going to hate me, but if, <laughs> nobody would make fun of me because I'm the funny guy. Get that respect. So yeah. I became the funny guy because I didn't want to fight. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You need a bully or fight. And I was too skinny. My head was still this size, but I was really, really skinny. So I was like, Were you ever bullied? Me. Was I bullied? Oh, yeah. So in fifth grade, I had bodyguards. I paid them every what? Monday. Yes. If I was, yeah, they called me the Diddy. I was like a little kid. Oh, ditty. man. I had bodyguards. I, Thomas and Ricardo. I would pay them. Look, I still know their names. Yeah, I, wow. I, I employed them <laughs> at fifth grade. And I uh, had every Monday, I gave them king size sneaker and $5. 
Wow. And they protected They were eating it up though. They watched, they walked and protected it. <laughs> I cannot believe that. I had bodyguards, <laughs> yes, because I was bullied all the time. So I was like, I don't give me some bodyguards. So they would walk, recess, they'll watch, we'll walk out. They'd be like, what's up? They'd be like, good. One was here, one was there, we walked. Wow. <laughs> it was horrible. I never thought about it. I never I had thought bodyguards. My mom, I got in trouble because my mom was like, where your money going, your allowance, and why do you keep needing sneaker bars? Because once I'm like, yo, I'm going to need Butterfinger bond. Did you get my Butterfinger on Sunday, right? For the week. And she was like, no, I didn't. I was like, no, I need She's my like, Butterfinger. I need it. I need it. Yeah. So she was like, no, what is this? And I told her. She she went up there. She was like, because one of the boys actually got in a fight. Ricardo beat somebody up for me, and, which is bad. <laughs> I do not condone but I do not condone violence. But uh, my mom got, she was like, you need to embrace your, yourself and all this other stuff. Then I moved back to Mississippi at 15 to help my grandmother. She had open heart surgery. So um, just gave her the love that she gave me. And, you know, coming back, I was the dark kid, but actually the cool guy because I came from California back to this little town. Yeah, man. So that was that. It was it was very different um, growing up like that. But you know, I learned a lot going back and seeing bigger things. When I came back to Mississippi, all I wanted to do was go to school because that's the only way I can get out of the house. My grandma was like, "If you ain't in sports or something, you ain't going nowhere." Going nowhere. So that's how that went. Sound like she raised you right, though, man. Yeah, she did a good job. You came out okay. She came did a good okay. job. Yeah, she did a really good job. I was excited. I'm, I'm blessed to be raised by that woman. Yeah. So, and then what? Okay. What's your vision now? You wrote the book. Oh, and, and you said how about times now? Yeah. Um, now, as little boys, we were always told that we were supposed to be dirty. Like, okay, go outside. You're a little boy. Go get dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. let me. You don't need to change shoes. Go put the ugly shoes on. Take your school clothes off. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So we were always taught like we failed. We weren't supposed to cry. We weren't supposed to show any emotions. So. My grandma was an entire separate. She was like, if you want to cry, you need to cry. You need to understand who you are. Because she told me, um, you're very different. <laughs> she said, right. you're, you're like a, you have a light and a lot of people are going to reach at you. And you need to learn how to be by yourself and energize yourself. And I'm like, what? Who are you? <laughs> but that's how she used to talk to me. That's crazy. And I told her one time, I'm like, you treat me like Rapunzel. You keep me in the house and I only come out, whatever. But... Like now, especially what's going on, all this crazy violence. And I really feel sorry for these people who are doing these things because they don't know what really true love is. You know what I'm saying? Like just true self-love. Because anytime you, you're hating on somebody, you're talking about somebody, that's self-hate that you're projecting on somebody else. So these people, all this violence and stuff, that's just self-hate that they're trying to get out. Right. And it's, it's really, I feel sorry for them. I just yeah. really feel sorry for them. But, you know... When everything was going on, I'm like, I need to learn. I want to fight. You know, marching when they did that big march down the highway mm -hmm. uh, a couple of like eight months ago um, here in L.A. And I was like, I want to fight, but do it. Bring it back to like the Martin Luther Kings. The, you know what I'm saying? And actually fight a different way. Actually bringing light to subjects yeah. and love. And the first thing I was thinking, me and you, we're already set in our ways. We need to give back to these kids because kids don't know any better. Nope. You know what I'm saying? If we teach them now. Then racism and everything else, they'll be like, what the hell are you talking about? That's exactly. stupid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, come on. Yeah. So that's why I wrote the book and um, pushed it. It's, I'm pushing it and actually going, showing up at these schools. And if I'm not on set or doing something, I'm in the school, actually in a classroom, reading myself to these kids to let them see me um, and let them know that somebody cares. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Instead of just trying to, don't get me wrong, the money's. The money comes, money goes. But when you can actually make an impact on that's a kid's matters. life, it, that's what matters. That's what really matters. So I yeah, I'm in a I'm in a black fraternity, Alpha Five, because that's the name of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Obviously, we do a lot of, especially when I was in college, right. we did a lot of uh, mentoring uh, with kids and especially the middle schools here in mm -hmm. L.A. And it's like, man, you know, I'm very blessed that I had that I had a father and I still do mm -hmm. that has been around and he's house, been a mentor. Yeah. yeah, he's in the house and not even necessarily because my mom and dad split. But I got to see he took us every weekend and we were at his house every weekend. But we talked to him every single night. Right. You know, because we had to. He's smart. Here's what he, here's what he did. He was like, okay, I'm gonna give you twenty dollars a week, but you get four dollars a day for every time you call me and tell me that you did your homework. Oh wow, that's smart. And you know we need we need yeah. That's four kids give give some kids some money. That's, that's insane. four bodyguards. You can have <laughs> <laughs> right. So the point is <laughs> the point is my dad. Uh, I have a dad that's around. He's still around. Big role model for me. But a lot we already know a lot of. A lot of uh, younger black men, uh, minority men, don't have that. No, you just have a mom, and and these the moms are usually so tainted by certain things. My mom went through so much. So like much. I, mm -hmm. I read her journals after she passed, and she went through so much to a point where like if I read, if I, I was reading, I had to put it down because oh. it's like these women they're taught to be strong and do what you got to do for the family and take whatever. And they do what they have to do to just feed their kids. You right. know what I'm saying? Like things that some people wouldn't even think of to go out there and just feed their children. So that's what kind of household you guys are living in. And so then you see these little boys trying to be the man at a very young age, not even trying to actually be kids. They're trying to, I knew what a bill was at 12. I was helping my mom pay rent when I was 13. You that's know what I mean? Awesome. So it's like, it's awesome. But at the same time, you miss you have responsibility already in your head. So when it comes up, yep. we grow up, then we start like acting out in certain ways because we missed out on whole childhood. So like, it's 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 crazy. So I'm, I'm glad you were blessed to have a dad, a father figure, a positive role model. You know what I mean? Because you can have a, a dad in there and, and it can still, be a whole different That's so story. true. That's so true. You know what I mean? So it's a blessing to have a positive role model in your house. Bro. Yeah. No, absolutely, man. And it just, like, as I grow older, I, I know one thing I told myself in school was that in college, I was like, you know, I know what I want to do is I want to make sure that I'm a positive role model for especially other black young men. Because, mm. like, seeing you do this and doing what you're doing, I know I don't see that a lot. Mm. And I know for me, where I've gotten, what I've reached in positions that, you know, the success I've had so far, it's I don't see that a lot, especially mm. if you compare it to, you know, other races. So it's just amazing, man. It's amazing to see. Uh, you do that, and, and I just want to acknowledge you Thank for you. that, man. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to acknowledge you, man. You know, we we all staying fit, healthy, but more importantly, it's here. Mental, some muscle. Mm -hmm. That mental, because at the end of the day, you have to remember we're our worst enemies, and it's fun. You know, a lot of people, like I said, when the book was in its prime, the second, third month, my mom passed, and oh, nobody wow. knew that she passed on Easter this year, and nobody knew it. But I didn't expect anybody to feel sorry for me. My brother was in here and he actually recorded or took pictures of me because the same day I found her, I had 25 books to send out. Dang. My mom always pushed us to do. Uh, and she gave us this drive and she always told us to be better than her. So I was like, all right, cool. So I'm in there crying. I'm signing books and making sure these kids have something. Because I had a little boy the week of call me on FaceTime. His mom ordered a book and he's six. Little, little and he said wow. he was too dark. Uh, he wanted to bleach his skin, and I'm like, so I'm thinking like, okay, automatically, like, maybe he's a little bit darker than me or yeah. something because he wants to bleach skin. Little boy, light skin, like big brown really? eyes, curly blonde reddish hair. I was like, what the? 
but he couldn't see it. And so I talked to him. So I'm like, even though I laid my, my mom to rest, put the queen down, but it's like, she put a whole different fire in me. It's like, you gotta keep going. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, this journey isn't about me anymore. And I realized that a long time ago. Now it's, I'm doing for people who didn't believe people from Mississippi can do. I'm doing it for the people in the neighborhood that felt like all they can do is quote unquote, go to the chicken plant and work, which I was told in high school, like, oh, college ain't for everybody. Go work at the chicken plant. Wow. You know, by one of my, one of the people who was supposed to be pushing us to do better in life at the school, like an actual employee. Yeah, Yeah, so, but I made sure she was the first one to get it. When I graduated from um, undergrad in three years, she got the invitation first. When I graduated in grad school at 21, she got the first invitation. So there's ways to not get back at people, but the revenge, in a sense, put it in your success. So anytime I get mad, my best thing is if you make, if you want to get at me, just like encourage me and be fake. But if yeah. you make me mad, I'm gonna create something. <laughs> and that that will happen here. That's what happened with the place I create because I don't let anything take me down. I've been through too much to let somebody pettiness or somebody's negative energy. Get right, me. right. I'm like, come on, <laughs> come on. You gotta come better than that. Right, right, right. So I heard you talk about like uh, your your grad school too. So where where'd you go for undergrad? I went undergrad uh, Mississippi Valley State University. Okay, cool. Then grad school Jackson State University. Oh, Jackson State. Yes. Wow. What was your um What was your grad school uh, program? What was the program? You um, I have a master's in mass com, uh, PR wow. and criminal justice. I'm like, so master of science. <laughs> This dude, man. At 21. Dude. I was 21. I got it. My man is accomplished, man. Uh, yeah. It's like, just, I, I, my mom told me she wouldn't, and yeah, I don't know, whatever. My mom went to community <laughs> college. And right. she told me I couldn't come to LA until I finished my master. Straight up. And I said, what the? And then I remember one time, I was like, I want to leave. I'm going to quit grad school. I'm just going to go to LA and make it. And she said, yeah, well, if you come out here, the only way you don't see your name in lights is if I write it on a piece of paper and put a flashlight on it. Oh. And I said, what the hell? <laughs> so I was, and then she was like, um, I got a C in undergrad. Was, she was like, a C is not good enough. How dare you? That's for dummies. If you want to be. I'm like, lady, you got a community college. You got associates. She's like, on you that. she, but that's the kind of That's, that's the kind of fighter I had behind me. Like, she was like, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. You know what I mean? So, but that yeah, that made a difference to where you are now. Would yeah, because yes, because every day I'm going. It's a crazy maniac in here. Every day I'm always thinking about something else. Or if I find myself getting depressed, you know, because it's very sad to lose parents. But everybody in my family, like my my people who actually created me, my grandmother, my grandfather, everybody's passed, and I, you know, I was there. So it's like to have that kind of fire. All those people that was pushing for me and have people in Mississippi praying for me that I don't even know. It's like. Who am I to give up? Or who am I to sit here and dwell in negativity? And all these people are taking their time to pray for me, or taking their time to buy a book, taking my time to even like just like a picture. I don't take any of that lightly. Right, right. Yeah. That's it's all a blessing. Man, this yeah, this is really, really cool. Okay, so now you're you're here in LA mm. and then you decided to go into uh like film, acting. Mm-hmm. So what inspired that? Boomerang. The, the movie? Yeah. Okay, you got you gotta explain. Okay, that. Eddie, <laughs> you gotta Eddie explain Murphy, Boomerang, Eddie Murphy. I was, I was, and we should have been watching that at that age. Like I, I know. think I was like seven or something. I, I, it was I know. crazy. I know what you But Boomerang, I remember seeing Eddie Murphy in his like swag. I'm like, oh swag. Yeah. Then you know, yeah. it was like Robin Givens, Holly Bear. I was like, oh, that's yeah. gonna be me. Um, 
And I wanted to be an advertising executive. So that's why I thought I wanted to go to school for marketing. So I did all that. Uh, and then I was like, no, I want to actually be an actor because even when we were kids, we were so poor. I used to pretend things were, at, you know, pretend a lot. Like things were good at home when it really wasn't. Having to pretend like we weren't hungry. Like there was, I've been acting all my life. That's what I said. I've been acting all my life, even pretending like, you know, my mom had a job and she was basically at the house struggling on welfare. So it's like, I've been acting and doing it. So when it was time to actually come out here and pursue it, I was like, oh, I want to be famous. But actually, like I said, my godmother, Dawn, she was just like, you'll be fine because you have what it takes. But when you want to be an artist, all that other stuff comes with it. Mm. So I was like, okay, let me get into the arts. And once I went through that depression and everything like that, that's why I think I'm doing, that's why I know I'm doing so well after my mom's death is because I've been through a dark place and I know how to create light from that. So when she passed, people were like, how are you doing? I don't even know how I'm doing. I was on set ordering her casket. Literally. Literally. But it's like, p- these people, you have 60 or, uh, to 100 people coming crew, coming mm-hmm. early. If you're coming at 6 o'clock, they're there at 4, setting up for you. So these people depend on you to do your job. You know, don't get me wrong, my mom, she would have been like, what are you doing? Keep going. So that's what we do. Wow, man. Wow. So where do you want to take uh, your act currently? Because you've been... Now you've been in Criminal Minds. Yes, I'm a recurring on Criminal Minds. You're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you already, I mean, you you already have been seen. Like you. So my question is, what? Where do you want to go? Like, because I know sometimes you have to. You you got to take. You have to take steps. Yeah, you take baby steps, and you you're taking what's what the opportunities that come your way. At yeah. least the ones that you're aligned with. My right? grandma always said you need to crawl before you walk. Yeah. When I was little, I was like, I want to run. And she was like, little boy, you're so crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, even to this day, um, a lot of people don't know, like they see certain things. Criminal Minds is amazing, don't get me wrong, but that check came and went. Now we got other things going on. And for me to keep going, like I do background work still. I do, you know, if they need to stand in, I did stand in on Monday for James Harden. But it's like, you have to be willing to get off your butt and get jump off your throne and get dirty and do what you need to do in the sense of like you're blessed to be able to book on a background. Like I don't look down on background people because I'll do background the right, right? I'm there. You know what I'm saying? I believe being on set is just like any way you can. It's like the gym. We go to the gym at least. I'm about to go twice, but you go to the gym <laughs> once or twice a day. Yep. So it's like you're working that muscle. So um the steps to that, like doing web series, actually getting out and creating your own. Don't wait for anybody to give you anything. Thanks, man, because that's what I'm doing here. Yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of you. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is, it's, I'll tell you though, it's, it's not, that's, it's kind of scary. It's very scary, but that makes it fun. Exactly. Halloween is fun. <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly, man, exactly. So, okay, cool. So now you're going from, um, now you've been in, uh, in acting, I know where you want to, but where do you, like, where do you see yourself? I know you have dreams of it. So yes. what, what do you dream about when it comes to um, acting? Well, when it comes to acting, I want to be able, I will be able to be on a sitcom. I want to be a recurring on a show, which is happening. So Criminal Minds, the, the writers, there's a couple of things they want to do. So, um, and I also want to have at least one movie in theaters a year. And I also, my biggest role that I, I actually want to direct to, I'm going to actually write a movie. I started a film about my mom. I want to write her her story. Uh, that's going to tie into my life in the book. It's going to be amazing. But um, yeah, film and a show at least, 
like on sitcom, and then also a film once a year, mm-hmm. and then I also want to direct a film, film every other year. To get into directing. Directing as well, yeah. And then my dream role that I want to do in the next three years is play Teddy Pendergrass. <laughs> Dude, I I'm not expected. I, I was not want to be Teddy Pendergrass. Why? That's what I want. I was up for the James Brown role. Oh, oh really? Like, oh my God! And it was, it's not for it was it wasn't for me. But Teddy Pendergrass, his story is so amazing. The, the, the struggles that he had to go through. He got dumped like fifteen different bands. Like he went through a lot, and he had to push himself. And then he had to be daring, like go out there and be crazy. And then his story is just amazing. Yeah. Then yeah. he was like this sex symbol. Then he got paralyzed and. Yeah, to it was like a mental break. Like it, I want to be Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's always cool to see what people because it's like the success people reach is always easy, right? To mm-hmm. say, oh, he got lucky, or oh, he got he got this connection and that yeah. connection. But there's always the pain. They have no idea. But that pain, um, I have a, the Phoenix here. I believe that pain is like um, it's the Phoenix. Once you come from those ashes. You can stay in that darkness or you can make it light. And even if the room's dark, that one little piece of light can light the whole room up and guide you. So it's like rise from the ashes and live. And then that's like, I believe in this life, you need to die. Like that old stuff needs to die. Like getting baptized, whatever you believe in, do it. But you need to die and get rid of all that old stuff so you can literally live. There's like, at this point, I'm fearless. Like I'm not scared of anything because... There's nothing. I've, I've been through all of it. Right, right. Exactly. That's crazy. So, okay. Good, good, good. What's what's something that you know you have to do um, in order to become a better version of you currently? Stay faithful. Stay Have faith. I'm sorry. Faithful. Right, right. No. <laughs> have Not faith. today. Have faith. Have right. faith. Faith. A little bit of faith. A little bit of focus. You have the freedom to do whatever you want in this life. Faith, focus, freedom. I have a tattoo yes. right here. Faith, focus, freedom. Is that Arabic or something? Mm-hmm. I think I was. How many tattoos do you have? Few. Even though you can't really hardly see them, they come out in November. Oh, <laughs> <really> good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have a few. But it's like faith, focus, freedom. That's always, always believe in that. You know what I mean? Like the freedom to live your life, but you, you have to have faith. In yourself, in whatever the higher power you believe in, and focus. It's a lot of focus. You right. can't just tap something and walk away. You gotta like, you gotta really go in. Yeah. And you were an athlete as well, right? Well, just through high school, in yeah. College, but you know, though, like, I stayed on it. Yeah, but at the same time, you know that that hard work pays off. If you That's go to this track and you're trying to beat that time, soon enough you're gonna beat it, and then you gotta beat that time to go. So it's like you gotta yeah. stay focused with it, and you gotta keep you have the to, pavement. Yeah, you have to keep no matter what. No and, matter what, and it, even even what I noticed too is that even when you're tired, it's it especially happens on the days you don't feel like it, or the days that you're tired, or even sometimes when you're injured, injured or sick, you gotta go. You gotta show up. Yeah. And the coaches, I remember I had a coach that was like, "You feel like you're about to die." He's like, "Good, keep going." It's like, what the hell? <laughs> but it's right. That's when you really find out what you're made of. Yeah. And once you can push yourself to that limit, you be like, "Okay, well, how much further can I go?" Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's great, man. That's great. What do you feel like people need to know that, like, something that you understood that that people don't know? What do you, or let me rephrase that. What do you feel like people need to understand that you know most of them don't know? Self-love. I think a lot of people take that so lightly. 
because they're like, you don't love yourself. I'm like, y'all do love myself. I love me. But really loving yourself for like the days when you don't feel like it, understanding that there's going to be some bad days, things won't happen. But love yourself first. And then you won't have to worry about getting these crazy relationships and wait for somebody else to love you the way you want to love yourself. So sure. self-love. And it took me a while. But yeah, you can't touch me now. Self-love. <laughs> because you don't have to, you don't, you shouldn't have to bow down or settle for anything less. Because you're only if you put your best out for yourself, the person who, who whatever steps into your life, they're gonna have to give you the, the, um, their best because you're always giving yourself the best. So right. self love, and that comes from dieting. That's coming from living right. That's coming from the people you hang out with. Just self love twenty four seven. Right, right, right. So give given you said because you said diet, living right. Now give give a give more more of a concrete example. What what's an example you could think of? In, in your instance where you before you weren't as loving of yourself to, to mm. now, what's something that you know you changed? That oh, made a big difference? so um, actually going into these rooms and you, you know how we walk in the rooms, we're like, why is they looking at me? Why is she yep. looking at me? And actually realizing that I was projecting a lot of things that I, my insecurities out in the world and then wondering why people were looking at me crazy. But I was all, I was creating all these things in my yeah. head. So that's, that's self-love. So now when I walk in a room, when... You know, I'm like, or when somebody stares at me, I don't have an issue. You know, people, exactly. you know, when you're kids, like, what you staring at? It's like, <laughs> I don't have an issue with that. It's like, it's self-love. Because I know I love me. If you don't, it's fine. I don't have anybody at house to love me, but I love me. So, <laughs> I love that's me a, every day. That's to build that, right? Self-love. You have to build it. And it's real love when you can actually look in the mirror and really say you love yourself. Wow. And really feel it. Not just say it, but actually look at it and just smile and be like, you know what? Did a good job today, T. I always I'm like, good job, T. Right. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Okay, cool. This is great. So now, what are you what are you excited about? You right now, life. I'm excited about and I I believe um once my mom died, I got I got more excited about living. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's, it's, it's crazy. Good. It's like, but I'm excited about life every day. Like, um, things may not happen exactly how, but mm-hmm. it always connects, and they always come. Everything always connects and come come together. Example: Friday, I was like, ah, oh, I got like twenty dollars. Lord Jesus, what am I doing? <laughs> and sure enough, because I I'm, I don't look down on background. I do what I got to do. The dude called me on my way to that premiere. Was like, oh, we're about to email you a check. And I'm like, email checks? He's like, yeah, we're about to email it. You just email it to you right now it was literally in my mail in the email within oh, seconds awesome but it's man. like i'm excited about life because no matter what happens i know i got me because i have that self-love so right. no matter what happens right <laughs> if i need to sell something if i need to get rid of everything else in this world materialistic i know at the end of the day i got me right so i'm excited just to see what's around the corner oh, man and i'm ready oh, man. There it is, I man. I sit on ready. I like that. I like that's awesome, man. Okay, so how do we find you? So I know you're on Instagram. I'm on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, Instagram is I am Terrence T T E R R E N C E T, and then Skylar, he's I am Blackie. <laughs> oh, you? Oh, he, he, oh, he, he got his own. He's oh, popping like he got almost three thousand awesome. followers in like a month. That's and awesome. I'm like, 
Yeah, I'm like, yo. He got more love. And I remember <laughs> telling my mom, like, he got more followers. And she's like, who's he? I was like, Skyler. She said, that is you. I'm like, nah, it's ho- he's somebody else. <laughs> but um, he's I Am Blackie, and his website is www.iamblackie.com or org, whatever you got. I bought all of them. Dot <laughs> uh, edu, it'll take you to this page. And now we have, uh, well, I have uh, gear. You can buy gear there. You can buy soon backpacks. They'll have like little backpacks there that I'm yeah. designing now. And you can buy the book, of course. And then the other two books that are coming out will be out on his site. And then my site is terrenceterrell.com. TerrenceTorrell.com. Yeah, and okay. then I am Terrence T or Terrence Terrell on uh, Facebook. Okay, cool. And then anybody can just Google you, Terrence Terrell. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's good. So funny. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah that's for sure. What uh, and then how do we? What about your clothing line? Like, have you you still setting that up? The clothing line's out. The clothing line's up and running. It's on the site. So if you go there, you can actually. There's um, five different outfits you can pick from. Um, the clothes, the t-shirts come in white and black. And right. Skyler's outfit, the one that he has on at the end, the blue one. His outfits in there as well, so he has like the actual outfit. Yeah, oh, so you got man. the red cap, um, the blue shirt, and the shorts, and um, yeah. So there's different versions of it, and the, the little red hats on there as well. Okay, so, yeah, you can go to the clothing line. The clothing line's on there. Oh, that's yeah, that's fire. Yeah, that's dope. Okay, cool, cool, man. All right, well, once again, man, I just want to acknowledge you one more time. Um, Thank you. It's not, it's not every day you see someone who's willing to step out there and take the lead. Like I just. I'm all about us empowering each other, number one, mm-hmm. and empowering those who need it. A lot of a lot of our youth need it, and that's for sure. And no matter the age it is, it's like, you know, we all self-love is always self-love. gonna be and it takes everyday work. And at the end of the day, you find out love is behind everything. And I was the first one, what the hell that don't yeah. that makes no sense. But all this fighting, all this arguing, it's something to do. Like love is behind somebody's not hugging somebody enough or just saying I love you because if it was my mom used to make us make us watch Care Bears and we well, like, hate it Care Bears. but I we care we care when they wanted to um, beat the evil or whatever they got together and they would scream we care and we care power. and you just saw all this beautiful love so we need stuff like that back I want to be the I will be the black Dr. Seuss oh okay well, he, has this is start, he has some he has three more books coming out he has some friends coming Oh, his homeboys. He got some homeboys, homegirls. They coming. They coming. They coming with fire. That's cool, man. Yes. That's cool. So yeah, just once once again, um, acknowledging you for for just just being being you, man. Thanks. I, man. I appreciate it. One more Thank time. You. Thank you. And that, right. keep doing your stuff. This is beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. No, this is you a- jumping out, you're doing your own thing. And let's not just pretend like I'm the only person doing it. You're creating. And you're jumping out, you're doing what you gotta yep. do, and you're pushing, and you're going against the the grain. Yeah, and that takes some guts. Yeah, yeah. If anybody can sit behind a desk and and hide, when you step out and you supporting yourself, and all you have is you, yeah, a whole different gangster. Yeah, man. And I'm yeah. So a lot of times for even for this stuff I just bought, I, I had to, had to get a little but more. The, let me, but let me the, make some more money. But when you get, but you have that mindset to the point where when you get everything coming in, you'll be. You'll look in the mirror, you're just like, all right, Z, you did a good job yeah, today. Yeah, I'm, I'm you ready. You did a good job today. I'm ready. Yeah, you did a good job today. You did a good job. Thanks. I, you know, I need that, I too. I need you. that, yes, too. Yes, yes, good job. <laughs> all right, man. Well, once again, uh, we're, yeah, this is this is great. And, dude, hopefully I can catch you later. You know, don't forget about us little people when you make it big, man. 
Ain't no such thing. Come on, man. Cut it out. Come on, man. Cut it out. Forget I will always, people. I will have the same phone. We live five minutes that. away. I we live down the street. Uh, yeah, don't come over at 6 o'clock in the morning talking about going to work. I, 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 I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. Not 6 a.m. You can come like 8, 9. We'll see. But no, 6 a.m. You'll get cussed out. Get a book thrown at you. Real quick. Real quick. But all right, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us, man. Continue doing the job. And that's a wrap. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation just as much as I did. I'm so proud of Terrence. Um, he's, he's done an amazing job so far, and I wish him the best of success. And in order to catch all the stuff that we talked about, we do have show notes. You can check it out at thinkalpha.net forward slash zero nine, and you'll be able to see all the links that we talked about um, and how to get in contact with them. Okay, so Guys, let us know how you how you feel about this episode. Let me know what you thought, and we would love and appreciate your feedback. If you go to thinkalpha.net forward slash iTunes, you'll be able to leave a review, and a five-star is preferred. <laughs> so thank you guys once again, but what I'm concerned about is making sure you take action. So you know what to do. Get your butt up. Make something happen. Talk to you guys on the next one. Peace.